Hello and welcome to the Tiger Wears Prada. My name is Maddie Hawes and we're going to get the show started today. Today I have a very special guest. I have my friend Francie who's in gay. She goes to the University of Delaware but she's just popping in for a visit today and I thought it'd be really cool if we brought her on the show. So Francie say hi. Hi thank you for having me. Really happy to be here. Yeah yeah so um Let's do a quick little topic rundown. Um, so the Oscars are coming up on Sunday. Um, if you were not aware, now you are. So you know that you know you better be watching and you want to definitely watch the pre-show red carpet ceremony, which is honestly, in my opinion, probably the best part of the Oscars. I do like some of the cool, like, you know, videos they show during the Oscars and stuff. And, like, of course, all of the stars' reactions when... They're like, you know, I don't know, reacting to people who won the awards and everything. But the fashion, big thing for me. Uh, so we're going to talk about, for happening in the headlines, we are going to talk about what some um, fashion professionals out there are predicting to be the looks of the red carpet. And we're also going to throw in some of our opinions on what we think are going to be the looks this year for the red carpets. Um, and then we're also going to do for our in-depth fashion topic today, we are going to talk about uh, retro fashion's return through popular Netflix shows or just other shows in general. But we're going to springboard off of Netflix because uh, we have a little bit of a conspiracy that Netflix streaming kind of brought the retro and thrifting scene back into play um, in the fashion world. And then uh, we're going to wrap up the show. But of course, we're going to mention who the icon of the week was and give another clue for the next icon of this week. So and then, of course, we will do our This Day in fa Fashion History um, or just this day in fashion history uh, fact. And that is a nice little show rundown for you. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump in. First, I want to introduce Francie a little bit more. And I want to let her talk a little bit about what her style is. So, Francie, go ahead. Uh, yeah, what's my personal style? So it's a great question. Um, I can tell you right now, I'm wearing my trusty TJ Maxx pink sneakers that I got on clearance, which was a really great day for me, and some very casual light wash jeans with a University of Delaware sweatshirt thing. Um, my personal style varies a lot, depending on if I'm going somewhere that I actually want to look nice, or if I'm just going to the Target to, you know, do some stuff, in which case I'm usually wearing my pajamas. Um, I try to be comfortable most of the time, so I wear jeans or uh, leggings most places. Um, I will say my personal style has been influenced a lot by the television shows I watched. I do think that I should have lived in the 80s, so that's how I dress myself. Not quite, because it was a bit much back then, but um, and I don't do my hair like that. But the first show that I ever binge-watched was actually Full House on DVD, watched like six the first six seasons just in like a week straight so I think that's influenced me a lot as well nice nice I will say um Francie kind of inspired a little bit of my style I've gotten more into like 70s style I kind of talked about last show and I would say that Francie kind of influenced that a little bit she said she goes for 80s and yes she does sometimes but I see a lot of 70s in it too so yeah you're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that is our show run through. And that's a little bit about Francie's style. Um, I'm just going to put out another quick shout out to go follow um, the Tiger Wears Prada dot KCOU on Instagram. That way you can go see um, show updates, a little bit of teasers for the show. Sometimes I will post pictures of some of the things we reference on the show just for a nice visual reference, not just, um, you know, since we're on radio, all we can really do is describe things at times. Um, so yeah, um, but that being said, I'll go ahead and do a little run through of kind of my current inspiration uh, for the week. Um, so recently I've been kind of, you know, feeling kind of bogged down by this winter weather. Um, I think I talked about maybe last show, I'm not really sure, but I like to joke about how now my uh, uniform for the cold weather is like 
a really heavy winter coat <laughs> that is ugly and black but goes down to like my knees <laughs> because you need that in Missouri and um a Walmart hat that has like fleece inside it that I wear like 24 7 with a maroon scarf that matches the color of the hat luckily and then some tech gloves that were like two dollars from Walmart as well um and uh, I hate it but my shoe game has entirely disappeared I'm currently wearing like, I can confirm that they're not attractive shoes <laughs> Yeah, they're not great. I'm currently wearing winter boots that I honestly, these days I have 8 a.m.s and everything. I just don't want to risk it with like the sidewalks being covered in ice and snow. You know, sometimes you don't have time to look out the window when you're getting ready. And so like you never know what you're going to trudge into. So I've just kind of been going to these boots and uh, they are not pretty. Luckily, I wear boot cut jeans, so I try to like hide them under them, underneath my jeans. But uh, they really are just not, uh, it's not the shoe game I want. Um, but it's okay. It's winter. You just kind of have to deal with it. So yeah, that's my cold weather uniform. But I try to focus in on Francois Hardy's kind of style. Um, a lot of layering with turtlenecks and sweaters. Um, I love, I think I talked a little bit about it, but like the silhouette of like the longer sweater over like a shorter sweater or turtleneck that kind of is tucked in so that it kind of gives a contrast there. Um, contrasting textures as well, I'm kind of getting into. Um, I really like floral shirts and I think it's kind of fun in the winter time sometimes to wear like a sweater knit but then wear like a floral shirt over it um, or something. Sometimes those are made out of more like a see-through kind of mesh-ish material, not mesh, but like just a more see-through thinner material. Um, so it's just like a different texture to it. You know what I mean? Do you get bored with like winter Sometimes you just kind of want to like experiment around with style. I don't know. That's what I do. Um, well, I like thrive during the winter. I love the feeling of the cold air on me, so I don't really let it affect what I wear. You know, it's rare that you'll find me in like a full on winter coat because then no one can see what you're wearing underneath. And it's like very restricting I and I don't like that feeling. Uh, so, yeah, I've gotten actually very into tights. Like I have like 10 different oh, pairs of right. like tights now. Yes, Francie definitely influenced my... Um, uh, my, I guess, my jump into the tights scene and everything. The tights uh, game. The tights, tights game the strong. The tight game, yeah, because um, she would work at Starbucks and she had to, like, you know, wear tights all the time and everything. And, yeah, it's yeah. just, like... Workwear. Yeah, and that was her workwear, which was interesting to me, but I've gotten so into, like, colorful tights and stuff. And, like, it's really fun to wear tights underneath, not just, like, a mini skirt, but sometimes, like, shorts and everything. It's a really cute, like, contrast. Um, and so, yeah. You know, there we go. There's another one that Francie inspired for me. Yeah, oh again, you're gosh. welcome. So it's actually things. funny because you and I really like the tights, but every time I wear like my fun tights, my mom goes, Oh, that's interesting. I go, Okay. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah. No, I've gotten that comment a couple of times. Um, my outfit for New Year's, I did like a really like kind of out there look. But it's oh, New yeah, Year's. That, yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, it was good. It was a lot, but it's New Year's. So, I mean, I wore like some sparkly ribbed tights. Um, everything was like silver and black, though, which was like kind of the come, you know, come together. Uh, it's kind of what made everything look cohesive when it really like was not. So, um, and then I wore some like tweed shorts um and um like a sparkly michael kors shirt that had kind of like a a chain link um chain link um um sleeve to the tank top of it and um i also wore like a feathered kind of jacket i don't know how to explain it it's kind of like layered feathery look um I saw that jacket once in H&M and I didn't buy it. And so I found it on Amazon. I was like, oh, yes. Uh, but yeah, it was all silver and it all kind of came together. But when I walked out, my older brother and my mom were like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shush. I just want to yeah. point out that you were wearing this to the roller rink, <laughs> which was a sight to see. Uh, oh, well, you know what? Uh, I thought, you know, I might as well dress up for the roller no, rink yeah. that was just good. like 
middle schoolers when we got there. But you know what? We had a great time. Yeah, that's true. Honestly. You were way better dressed than all of them. Yeah. But don't you wish we could go back to the days when, like, you know, teenagers, like, our age and everything were at the roller rink yeah. and stuff. Like, and dressing Just nice. Just hanging out. the 70s and, oh. Yeah, I wish we could go back to those days. Nowadays, it's just middle schoolers and, like, sophomore boys who are trying to tell you what to do and, like, get off your phone. You're not supposed to do that. And they'll, like, tweet a whistle at you. And it's like, what am I supposed to think about that? Like, I've never been here. So, yeah. At least you didn't get pushed down. Right. Yeah. Roller rinks are crazy these days. Um... But yeah, okay, so that is kind of our show rundown for you and a little bit of intro about Francie's style, a little bit of update on some of my style loves for this week. Um, shout out to follow at case at, um, at the Tiger Wears Prada.KCOU on Instagram for more show updates um, and just to follow along with the show more intently. Um, but right now we're going to take our first break and then we'll come in with Happening in the Headlines. This is the Tiger Wears Prada. You're listening to KCOU.88.1.FM. Thank you and we'll see you soon. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man, mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man, mm, man. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit, no time to waste. Oh, man, mm, man.
one of these nights on KCU 88.1 FM. Join host Garrett Jones to talk the weirdest and wackiest in all four professional sports. I'm on from Sunday nights from 5 to 6 on KCU 88.1 FM. And if you ever miss a show, catch it wherever you enjoy podcasts. It's one of these nights on KCU 88.1 FM. KCOU, we're just normal enough to appreciate Drake's cultural relevance, but just weird enough to make a sweeper like this. KCOU. KCOU. Welcome back to the Tiger Wears Prada. You're listening to KCOU 88.1 FM. My name is Maddie Haas. I'm your host for the show. And today I am joined by my best friend and guest, Francie Husingay. Say hi again, Francie. Hi. All right, great. And we're actually going to jump into our second segment of the show, which is Happening in the Headlines. And this is kind of a, a special week for Happening in the Headlines uh, because we're going to be talking about what we predict for the Oscar red carpet ceremony, what kind of fashion styles we'll see on the stars. So um, we're going to base this off of um, an article um, or just some coverage by E! Online. Um, and they talked to Erin Walsh, who is a fashion stylist, uh, or she's a Hollywood stylist, and they talked to her about her predictions for what stars will wear on the carpet. And she was kind of focusing on saying, like, you know, there's so much junk going on just in the world in general right now. So she thinks that designers are going to just want to have a lot of fun with their looks this year, which, honestly, I would love to see that. Um, you know, I think about how um, a few years ago... Um, I think it was the Globe, was it the Globes? It was some, no, it was the Met Gala and they did camp and that was just such a fun theme and people really went crazy about that. I think that was last year, actually, it was last year. But um, it was just kind of a crazy fun theme and so I hope to see some fun and elegant looks this year. Um, not that we don't see that, but I don't know, sometimes it's like, I don't really feel like they embrace the fun that they can have on the Oscar red carpets. Of course, the Oscars are supposed to be sophisticated. You're supposed to, you know, look your best, be elegant because it's, um, you know, it's it's a high honor if you were to receive an Oscar and you want to be looking professional and chic. Uh, but I would say, you know, it could use some more fun. So let's talk about what Erin Walsh is talking about when she predicts, um, uh, you know, that the stylists will be, uh, you know, be looking too fun for their looks. So, uh, first of all, first up, she talks about Florence Pugh, which, wow, if you don't know who I'm talking about, look her up right now. Um, she is amazing. She's my current, honest inspiration. She was February's, she was a February cover star for Vogue. Um, she was in the, sh she was in the movie Midsummer that came out on Netflix. Um, it was kind of a big hit over the, over the summer for a lot of my friends and everything. It's a thriller. I wasn't so into her in that, but when I saw Little Women that just came out over the holidays in the, in the theaters and is now nominated for Best Picture, wow, I really love that movie. Um, Francie read the book, which is really impressive. I'm reading the book kind of currently right now. I'm not going to lie. I did, I did see the movie before I read the book. but Which um, I frown on. Oh, okay. But. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that tidbit. But anyway, um, I loved Florence Pugh's, um, you know, portrayal of Amy March, um, uh, which is usually a character that people kind of rag on a lot, um, you know, say that she's like a spoiled brat from the, the book depiction of her, but the movie kind of made it so that she has a little bit more humanity. Anyway, love Florence Pugh. Could go on forever about that, but we're just going to talk about uh, Aaron Walsh predicts that Florence will be in kind of a sparkly number on top. She's thinking like a two-piece kind of fun look for her because um, Florence is actually, she's very like, I would say real and just like super cool with being like funny, um, you know, not really like, you know, conforming to like, you know, I guess the perfect Hollywood look all the time. You know, she kind of likes to have fun with it for sure. So Erin thinks that she'll be in a two-piece number. Maybe something sparkly up top, but then a really pretty layered tulle floor-length um, skirt. 
uh, with like layered tool going down um, and then a nice slit so that she can show some leg for a little bit added fun. I think that that would be such a cool look on her. Um, I hope she would do something bold with the pop-up top with the color, with the sparkly colors. Um, she actually just sported a really bold um, hot pink look for one of the award ceremonies uh, this past week and wow. Uh, I just think that she could really stun in that. Um, and she has the attitude, pull that kind of thing off. Um, let's see, Erin Walsh also talks about Margot Roby. Um, she was really focusing on her saying that, um, you know, Margot Roby is actually up for, she's nominated for um, Best Supporting Actress from, um, what was that movie? It was the one about the fox. Bombshell? Ladies. Yes, Bombshell. Thank you. I got See, you. That's why Francie's here. She's helping me out a lot here. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Uh, so Bombshell. Um, and But she was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, and she kind of stunned in that, in that movie because she was... Um, you know, taking on the look of Sharon Tate. Um, she was taking on the role of Sharon Tate. And she actually really, um, you know, stunned a lot of people with the way she looked a lot like her. Um, and so she, Aaron Walsh is predicting that Margot Robbie is going to take on more of a classic Hollywood kind of silhouette in like a white floor length dress. But for a little bit of added fun, she'll have some feathery texture going down on that dress. Um, you know, the dress that Erin uh, Walsh showed in her preview video of ideas, Francie automatically was like, that's ugly. Okay, but I didn't say it was ugly. <laughs> I did I did what my mom does, and I said, that's interesting. Oh, wow. So basically, that's ugly. It wasn't um, my taste, but... <laughs> right, right, yeah. But I mean, I think that, you know, I think that Margot really could pull anything off, and I think that... Um, she could kill that dress. Um, and so we'll see what she goes for. Um, and then the last per person Walsh, Walsh mentioned in her predictions was Kate Blanchett. And this is a really interesting one because, um, once again, she's predicting that Kate Blanchett will stun in a regal-inspired look. I think that Kate Blanchett would kill a look like that. She always has killed a look like that. Um, she always, you know, honestly, a lot of times on red carpets, she always has been kind of sporting kind of a more jewel-toned, um, regal look kind of with like um, a lot of times like more pronounced uh, sleeve work or, um, you know, like a more ball gown-esque um skirt and I think that she could kill it once again um Walsh is saying that she hopes to see her in a regal looking gown with oversized sparkly embellishments now this is a very interesting dress to look at I might post this on my Instagram later just to kind of show what she's looking at um actually I'll post maybe um screenshots of a lot of the looks um, that we're describing here just so you can really see what Walsh is envisioning and then it'll be really cool if oh my gosh look at that Margot Robbie is in a white dress with feathered like you know look with a feathered detail to it that would be really cool so yeah it's just kind of fun to talk about predictions for all the stars um let's see so now Francie and I can kind of go into our opinion of what some of the stars will be wearing. So any of the ones I mentioned there, do you want to comment on or? Um, well, I don't know any of them, so I'm not sure what they're planning to wear to the Oscars. I hope it's exciting because that's the only part I'm going to, I haven't seen any of the movies that have been nominated except Frozen 2 I saw twice, which was nominated <laughs> for go. Best Original Song. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope that they wear nice stuff because otherwise it'll be a waste of my time to watch, but. Right, right. I wanted to comment on Margot Robbie. I think that, and one, honestly, I think that she, even though she was nominated for Bombshell, I think she really embraced her look in share, um, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I, I could see her taking on more of kind of like what Walsh was saying, um, a classic Hollywood look. Although I could also see her um, taking on more of kind of like a 70s kind of twist if they're going to be having fun with this. Um, I could really see her taking on maybe um, uh, kind of a look that Sharon Tate kind of takes on, which has kind of more of a smooth silhouette to it. Um, if you look up Sharon Tate now, Margot Robbie pops up, which is kind of interesting. Um, but I think that, you know, maybe they'll play with kind of more like some fringe or 
um, you know, like a smoother silhouette, but of course some, um, I would say kind of some, I would, you know, kind of not boot cut, but you know, that's what I'm trying to say. Flare, that's the word. Flare um, at some point just to kind of show more of like a 70s, like drawn out kind of look. Um, I could definitely see her taking on a look like that because of her, uh, you know, people looking to her now as like the next Sharon Tate, which like, wow, I want to be called the next Sharon Tate. Like that would be pretty amazing. Um, possibly kind of a plunging neckline that Sharon likes to show off her collarbones a lot. Um, maybe, maybe they'll go all the way and bump her hair up like Sharon did for a while there. That would be really interesting. Um, but let's see, Florence Pugh, I kind of already talked about my queen there. I think that she's going to really go for a bold look. I would honestly hate if they didn't let her go for a bold look. She kills the bold looks. There was one look recently where she did a top knot on her head, but they kind of let her hair flare out that was kind of left over from the knot, which was really, like I said, a bold look. And I think that she killed it. I think she has the ability to kill things like that. I definitely want them to keep her looking elegant, though, because if you look up in, you know, her, her photos from Vogue and everything, she has the ability to sport such an elegant silhouette. Um, and I think she deserves it because she's a queen. So um, I wanted to um, bring up some of the male Oscar nominees. I don't want to butcher this pronunciation, so please help me out with the guy who's nominated for Joker. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix? Yes, Joaquin Phoenix, yep. Good not work. not going to lie, because it's the Joker, I kind of went with Joking Phoenix. Which is not correct. Which is very wrong. Wouldn't um, it be cool if they all went, like anyone who's nominated goes like in full costume? Okay, yeah, that would the be red crazy. Yeah. Full Joker. I yeah, you know, for the Oscars, I don't think they're gonna do that, okay. but you know, I think that that would be pretty pretty crazy. Now the one person, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is gonna stick. Okay, I could see him going either very flamboyant or going very classic old Hollywood, because I think that he likes to think that he is the classic man of Hollywood. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Leo. I'm not going to lie. Young Leo, yeah. But older Leo, mm, step down. I don't think but, I've even seen him in anything he's done since Titanic. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of in, I'm either seeing him in like a classic black tux or a brown tux maybe just because that could look nice. Um, but I definitely see him adding some embellishment to it um, or going with a really flamboyant out there look just because he likes to grab attention, I think, and he could grab some attention that way. So I don't know. That's a lot of tea and shade on him. Yeah, it really was. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I have opinions. I didn't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We'll just leave it at that. People, it got good reviews though, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It sure did, I guess. Uh, it was all right. It well, this on. isn't a movie review show, so move on. That's true. That's true. Adam Driver, love him. I think that in the past, I've only seen him really in kind of like more subdued color tux and stuff, I think. Um, he may have been in a colored tux one time. I'm going to say I feel I like I can I picture him in a red tux. I thought he was in blue one oh, time. Just kidding. No. No, he usually sticks to a very... Um, classic look which I like on him but I kind of want them to have some fun with him I think at least kind of a colored tux or something because all I'm seeing is black yeah I think pop color would be nice yeah I think I think so especially to keep him away from the Kylo Ren look a little bit more you know sure he's he's nominated for marriage story um so um which was an amazing um movie but I think that you know in that movie his character is kind of more like good stay-at-home dad in a way but also not, uh, I don't know. Uh, but he, I think they could play with him a little bit. Um, Joaquin. Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's going to go for more of a standout look. I hope so. Because um, I think his look in Joker was more, of course, standout. It's the Joker. Yeah. Um, and he played it very real. I could see him going for more of a classic look, though. Kind of drawing back from the crazy Joker look kind of as a contrast. But I don't know. I could see him kind of stunning. Because I think that his role as Joker was bold. So I could see him going bold. Um, but, yeah. So that's some of our predictions for the 2020 Oscars ceremony. You have anything add, to add to that? Are you good? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right, great. So there's our predictions. Uh, we're going to take another break, and then we'll pop in with our in-depth fashion topic. You're listening to the Tiger Wears Prada, and this is KCOU 88.1 FM. Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm. 
Superman. Man, am I glad to see you. What are you doing on this deserted road? Some guys from school drove out here and we're going to start fooling around with drugs. When I told them all drugs do is mess up your head and get you in a lot of trouble, they kicked me out of the van and drove off. You're right not to get involved in the drug scene. Nobody with any sense wants any part of it. How do I get home? That's no problem at all. KCOU would like to shout out East Side Cavern. It's the bar that's bizarre. Downtown Columbia's best karaoke comedy club. With a huge selection of drinks and activities and themed nights every week, East Side is a solid place to hang out. computer than doing just about anything. It's really cool. The internet gave us a whole world of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Changed our lives. Change your life. Change the way you do the internet. Go like KCOU on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at KCOU and on Instagram at KCOU881. Stay up to date on the latest online content, events, giveaways, and more. Maybe right, I think we've been followed now. Don't look. Just very cool. So what are you waiting for, young keyboard warrior? The wonderful world of KCOU is just one click away. Can I get a hot take for a KCOU bumper? KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia, Missouri. Hi, welcome back to the Tiger Wears Prada. You're listening to KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm your host, Maddie Hawes, and I'm joined with my best friend and guest today, Francie Husingay. Hello. Yes, and um, we are going to dive into our next segment of the show, which is an in-depth fashion topic. And because Francie is on my show today, I chose to talk about retro fashion's return through popular Netflix shows, but also just general TV shows in general. Um, because Francie already admitted earlier in this show that she, uh, that a lot of her style was kind of inspired off of Full House and kind of like an 80s look with that. So, um, yeah. So, Francie, you want to talk to us a little bit more about your Full House inspiration? Uh, sure. Well, I was obsessed with Full House from uh, birth. And still am, but my DVDs skip now, so I haven't watched in a while, which is unfortunate. Uh, but I think the biggest influence on me from Full House in the 80s would be denim. Love me some oh, yeah. denim. Mm -hmm. All over, everywhere. Um, and then I think the other thing is definitely trying to make, like, button-up collared shirts look cool, which yeah. was, like, a thing in the 80s. Like, I do that a lot in my personal style, I think. And I think I pull it off most of the time. Um, some of the time, definitely not. Like, because it can look kind of, um, like, professional, ugly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. And I also, I get the urge to pop a collar a lot, but I don't because I know that'd be too much. Now, that 100%, like, makes sense to me that you were, like, into, like, the, you know, button-down shirt kind of thing because yeah. I actually purchased a corduroy button-down shirt from American Eagle recently um, that, honestly, I purchased because I spent too much time around Francie, and she was always wearing those, like, fun button-down shirt over, you know, over, like, turtlenecks and stuff, and I was like, oh, I need to do that. That's such a cute idea. Yeah, so I'm your I style icon, that. basically. Honestly, Francie is my style inspiration all the time. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I completely agree that Full House is big for 80s fashion, you know, like coming back. Um, another one that's not a TV show, but I'm just going to say it anyway, uh, The Breakfast Club, of course. Oh, yeah, um, all the John Hughes yeah, movies. Yeah, one time um, my sorority had this, <laughs> had this like event that was, um, we had to dress like, you know, why is that in my closet? <laughs> and I dressed like so like Breakfast Club-esque, I guess, in my look that sure. like this guy I was talking to was like, you're giving me very much breakfast vibe. Like breakfast oh, club wow. Vibes so right you now. pulled it off. Good job. And I was like, oh, okay. Like Molly Ringwald. I was like, oh, yeah. queen. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, but yeah. So first one we're talking about is Full House. 
I 100% agree with that. Um, I guess my introduction to this kind of topic is that I remember when I used to read Seventeen magazine and Teen Vogue like all the time, they would always rave about Pretty Little Liars. And that was kind of like, I guess, my introduction to like shows influencing fashion and like that one definitely kind of just like kind of more of like the glam kind of girly-ish look, I would say, was, like, Pretty Little Liars. They were always, like, you know, decked out in, like, you know, leather or, like, sparkles or, you know, like, very tight silhouette um, girly looks, um, I would say. And that was kind of my introduction to that. (laughs) But um, so Francie and I were kind of just looking into, like, some statistics about Netflix and everything. So apparently Netflix launched 23 years ago. Yeah, that's a wild fact for you today. Uh, yeah, but that's that was kind of the Netflix where you could, you know, subscribe to, um, yeah, <laughs> you could subscribe to um, their program and you'd be sent, like, DVDs. Yeah, you watch. had to pick out your movie night, like, three weeks in advance. Right, right, yeah. So that was kind of, like, Netflix, baby Netflix that no one really, like, I don't know. I think my family was subscribed to it for a little bit, but that was about it. I actually know people who still have Netflix DVD which makes no sense to me, but whatever. <laughs> Y'all live in... Well, I mean, Francie, you still listen to CDs in your car, like... Yeah, I mean, no, we have a DVD player, but, like, we don't buy new DVDs. Right, right. So, but anyway, um, what it's really known for, what Netflix is really known for was the ability to stream movies, which launched around 2007, street TV and movies. So, yeah, that around 2007 was when kind of like what we're talking about with like you know how the fashion world started getting influenced by um everyone watching their favorite netflix shows um so we actually found a really interesting article by telegraph that was written in 2017 which explored this idea um the writer olivia buxton smith said shows like house of cards stranger things and the get down um, were kind of the ones that she focused on um, among some other shows. Um, so we have some stats here that are pretty interesting. Um, so she said, in the 30 days following the release of the third season of House of Cards, searches for women's tailoring increased 18% compared to previous months with searches for boleros. I definitely butchered that probably. A style that um underwood one of the stars in the show often sports having steadily increased since the launch of the show which is kind of crazy just to think about how like a show can really influence you know what people are looking for style wise um i could definitely see house of cards influencing kind of like business style another one on that one was like mad men and that look of like 60s you know my mom was obsessed with that show so yeah yeah, like the 60s kind of business look i feel especially with mad men was more for like women's wear yeah like don draper always just wore like his suit but like christina Hendricks and like what she would wear to the office and things like that right right was a really big influence yeah yeah and i saw a lot of bright colors in that show yeah yeah so that kind of brought color i think back into the office a little bit more um which is kind of cool um also according to smith uh when um when Wright's character appeared on screen in an ivory Alexander McQueen sheath dress in the first season, List saw searches for the style triple. So that's crazy. Oh, Just wow, thinking about like crazy. one like Alexander McQueen dress like going crazy because right, like of that. One scene. Yeah, but we see that a lot, honestly, with like music stars and stuff. And then um, another show we wanted to talk about was Keeping Up with the Kardashians crazy like if Kim K wears it yeah Mm. that show I think kind of got more popular though when social media kind of started coming around well for sure yeah yeah but um that's definitely a show that I think kind of started it all another one was sex in the city that was oh yeah yeah Yeah. um that one was kind of um according to the website on the grapevine um that one kind of or from the grapevine my bad uh, that one influenced new york fashion the new york fashion scene at the turn of the 21st century and i 100% agree with that that yeah, one was definitely. big i big. think also like with something like sex in the city like carrie was such like an icon but i think like most takeaways from it, like people would wear like one like Carrie-esque item as, as opposed to like a whole Carrie outfit. Right. Because she really went out there sometimes. Right, right. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. Like minor ways that it has influenced 
people's attire. Yeah, another one I wasn't surprised about when reading some of, like, Smith's findings on list was um, a pink Peter Pan collar dress. Who do we think of when we think of this? If you know what a Peter Pan collar is, Eleven from, you know, Stranger Things, that went viral. And especially because it was in time for Halloween. Um, And, um, you know, she was saying that a pink Peter Pan collar dress, which bore a close resemblance to that worn by Bobby Brown, uh, Billy Bobby Brown on screen character, was viewed once every three minutes on list in September or, you know, in September of 2016, which is, wow, that's crazy. That's a lot. <laughs> three, every three minutes it was viewed. That's, wow. Um, that's just really crazy to me, but it makes sense because I think that Stranger Things also influenced the thrifting scene kind of coming back because they, the kids always wore kind of more like, you know, that 80s kind of rugged look. Yeah, you know, so, for sure. Yeah, I think that um, that beat up look, you know, was always found perfect at the, you know, neighborhood Goodwill and stuff. So I definitely saw that come into play in at least the high school hallways I was walking down. Um, so let's see some other shows that I think definitely are big. That 70s show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What kind of pants do we see more, more nowadays than skinny jeans? Bell bottoms. Oh, yeah. Made a huge comeback. Flare jeans. Mm-hmm. Denim. Denim, uh, Denim, yeah. Yeah. Like leopard animal print, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that that 70s show brought a lot back from the 70s um, to come back into play with style. Another one that Francie wanted to talk about was Freaks and Geeks. I didn't watch the show, but... Oh, yeah, I think Freaks and Geeks is along the line of Stranger Things, that same kind of style, Mm -hmm. sort of like grungy, like big jackets and things like that. Yeah, like kind of a 90s kind of look. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, really you know what we haven't talked about is the nanny. Oh, that was a huge influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, I couldn't pull off anything that she wears, but I would want to. Yeah, you even said your sister one time commented on an outfit you were wearing that was like, um, uh, it mimicked one of the characters from Gilmore Girls. Oh yeah, I get because <laughs> I think Gilmore Girls is also another show that I've been watching since I was born, fresh out of the womb. So I think like. <laughs> What? I think, she, like, she wears a lot of sweaters, and I think that might be why, I, like, I love sweaters. I'll wear a sweater in any weather. Right, yeah. I, I would agree with that. Um, for a while, my fashion apparently was very old lady-esque, so, you know, I didn't even watch Gilmore Girls, but apparently I was, you know, sporting, not Gilmore Girls. No, what's that show with the old women? Oh, the Golden Girls? Yeah, the Golden Girls. <laughs> you were dressing like the Golden Girls? Yeah, no, well, annoying me. I mean, I literally... That's so funny. I was funny. told that I had, um, what was it, big grandma energy. You remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. I don't think you actually dressed like any of the characters. All right, that's good, because I was scared for a while oh there. Oh, gosh, but, that's so you know, funny. Apparently, I was watching Golden Girls, which I wasn't, but anyway. It's a great show. Yeah, but I would say the number one show that influenced fashion was Friends. For sure. Yeah, Friends, because you got Jennifer Aniston. Um, Yeah, her style really coming to play a lot in the 90s and, like, 2000s and everything. Um, But then also Phoebe kind of bringing on more of a bohemian kind of look to it. Yeah. Um, And then Monica kind of doing a good, like, classic kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. just kind of casual look. Uh, But also, like, Joey... I mean, Joey and Chandler honestly brought some fashion into women's fashion, I would say, too, um, with their kind of, like, style, with their, um, you know, just kind of more, like, laid-back kind of... um, I see it a lot of, like, college sweatshirts and stuff kind of being modeled off of Joey's look and stuff and, like, varsity varsity jackets and stuff. Oh, sure, yeah. But also Chandler. That's interesting. Chandler brought kind of more of a preppy look into play with his stuff. Um, Also the varsity jacket, but kind of with the more popped collar kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Ross was a huge influence in paleontological fashion. What? He was a paleontologist. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't think I said paleontologist, (laughs) a dinosaur man. Oh, yeah, there you go, a dinosaur man. We'll go with that one. (laughs) So... Um, another one that people list online a lot is Gossip Girl. Um, Francie was saying that she thinks that might have brought back the whole headband trend, which I think is an interesting yeah. prediction. Yeah, I feel that. like that happened around the same time. Yeah, yeah. I would just say in general, um, you know, that kind of brought back 
it's kind of similar to Pretty Little Liars in a way that it kind of brought back that glam, sparkle, glimmer, glisten, shimmer kind of look. You yeah. Know? But also exactly very, the words I would have used. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> glimmer, glisten, shimmer. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then another one I wanted to mention was Riverdale. That brought back, you know, like the classic like varsity jacket, kind of like what we were talking about, but also kind of like checkered skirt kind of look and just kind of like schoolgirl, school guy kind of comic book look, um, but kind of brought that back into play, especially in the fall fashion of that year um, that that one came out. Um, another one that they mentioned for high, high for higher designers is The Crown, which I think is interesting, kind of uh, with Kate Blanchett's kind of red carpet looks. You know, maybe they're inspired by The Crown mm-hmm. um, because they really, they were just kind of put, trying to bring out Queen Elizabeth's fashion more in that show and unintentionally really brought it into play in the industry, which is really interesting to think about. Um, but yeah, um, any more shows you want to add? onto that list um oh well it'll be interesting we were talking earlier about sex education not on the show but you and me earlier and it'll be interesting to see like because i feel like that kind of has like a vibe along the veins of sort of a riverdale thing but like better um so like i feel like that might influence people too a lot yeah that one has a lot of variety in the style they offer in there um especially with the character eric you know they really like play on like you know men's fashion with that one he kind of goes more um you know, bold with his looks with that, Mm -hmm. which I think is kind of fun. That one kind of ties into Queer Eye a bit. um, And yeah, with like men's fashion in there. Um, So yeah, that's kind of some of our, um, you know, readings of TV shows and how they've influenced fashion. Uh, We're going to take a really short break and then we'll come on back to the Tiger Wears Prada. Thank you for tuning in.
Hi, but not too high. This is George Carlin. I'm sitting here. I have on a yellow hat, a pink shirt, dark sunglasses, and an earring in my ear. And I'm going to tell you not to get into heavy drugs. Well, it sounds bizarre, I know, but there are other things to do with your life, other things to help you make it. Heavy drugs make it all worse, and they help you die. Welcome back to the Tiger Wears Prada. We're going to wrap the show up, but real quick, we have some business to attend to. Um, as I said before, we do an icon of the week every week. And so now is the time we've been waiting for. If you've been following the Instagram, um, the TigerWearsPrada.KCOU on Instagram, if you've been following along or if you listened in last show, I gave you a quote for a mystery icon of the week. And now I'm going to tell you who it is. It is the beloved Audrey Hepburn because she is like my all-time um, inspiration for elegance when it comes to fashion. She is just the most classic look with her, you know, perfect black silhouette um, of like a black turtleneck, black pants, and then like black flats, you know. She just has that classic look in a lot of her movies um, and her, you know, fashion shoots she ever did. And she also just really elegant... Um, ele- Sorry, she um, she just uh, radiates. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Elegance in her looks and um, her manner and demeanor. So I love her. Um, and so here's our hint to next week's style icon. Um, our style icon once said, "Beauty is only a look. It has nothing to do with what I'm like inside." So, like I said. If you want, you can be savvy and look that up, or you can tune into the Instagram to see if I post any more hints about our icon. And of course, tune into the show next week at two o'clock on KCOU 88.1 FM to hear who said that beautiful quote. Um, All right, and then we're also gonna pop in with our This Day in Fashion History. This one is kind of more like it could relate to fashion. Um, The popular movie, Mel Brooks movie, Blazing Saddles, premiered in theaters February 7th. Um, And this one in 1974. This one um, kind of brings that old Western fashion kind of back into play for a while in the 70s. Um, And also just in general, uh, because it's very old Western-esque. So... Um, we're going to sign off today. I'd like Francie to say hello and goodbye once again. Hello. Um, goodbye. Thank you for go. listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Tiger Wears Prada. Um, I think we had a lot of fun today. Uh, be sure to once again follow at the thetigerwearsprada.kcou on Instagram to have more show updates. Um, tune in next week if you're interested. I'm not quite sure what we'll be talking about. Um, but I will definitely pop some info on the Instagram if you follow and listen in. Um, and thank you for listening. My name is Maddie Hawes once again. My guest today was Francie Husingay. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening to KCOU 88.1 FM. See you next week at 2 p.m. Central Time. Goodbye. Hey, Joey. I got some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pop. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Uh, cake. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga! A delicious power breakfast. Great way to start the day. I'm Brandon Anthony. And I'm Keegan Harbin. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. to listen to me. And me on our new show, Breakfast of Champions. Here on KCOU Sports, KCOU 88.1 FM. You're listening to KCOU Columbia 88.1.